0: Hello, everybody. Welcome into episode 35 of the Take a Swig podcast. This is Swig, and we are back with our season preview. Week one is finally here. When you guys hear this episode on Tuesday, the opening night kickoff game between the Chiefs and the Lions will be only two days away, and I know we are very excited to get the 2023 season rolling. It has been a long summer without football for me. Uh, I got Blake with me, as always. Blake, my guy, how you doing? Your team plays in a couple days.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm doing great, and I want to say go ahead and lock in Justin Ross anytime touchdown for Thursday.
0: All right. Well, if anyone is a big FanDuel guy or DraftKings or whatever who's listening to this, don't make that bet, actually. You'll just piss away your money. And then uh, in addition to Blake, we have uh, a recurring guest on the show with us. We have our good friend Nick back on. Thank you for joining, my guy.
2: Uh, Always great to be back. Um, You know, I'm excited for football and two things the eagles should be playing thursday that was a bs game in the super bowl <laughs> and um you can parlay that justin ross touchdown with
0: lions money line thursday so we're some
2: money.
0: interesting i mean, honestly i could see ross catching a touchdown i, I kind of like the uh, rashie rice idea for a touchdown as well if i'm being honest
1: no rosser but
0: Oh, I mean, they're both Chiefs wide receivers, rookies, basically. And Ross's last name starts with an R. I mean, Mahomes might get them confused.
1: Yeah. No. Mahomes does look like he gets confused very often. No, Justin Ross is special.
0: Well, I don't really need to hear the Super Bowl 57 ex-girlfriends arguing with each other too long. So before this gets too off the rails, tell the audience. So for our season preview, instead of – What we did last year with going division by division and everything, we're going to do it a little bit differently this year. We have split all 32 teams into a few different tiers. I believe we have a total of six. We're going to start with the contenders tier, the teams that we think have the best chance to win the Super Bowl in February, and then work our way down the list. We got dark horses who might be able to make a run if everything breaks right. We'll explain each of the tiers as we get to them but we're going to go from top to bottom here so we'll start with the teams that we think are going to do the best and go from there so without delaying it any further we'll start off with the teams that we think are the biggest contenders to win it all in 2023 and nick since you're our guest on the show basically bullied your way on um i'll let you have the floor to start off how many teams uh or what teams did you put in that contenders tier who do you think's got the best chance to win
2: um, uh, first of all, bullying is a very bad phrase for that. I just exploit uh just told you my point of view, and you guys brought me on. So I think there's something you guys enjoyed for what I said. Um, just convincing, you know, good sales
1: pitch. Persuasive.
2: Uh, yeah, persuasive. You know, that's just who I am. You um,
1: twisted my arm. I had no choice.
0: Ah. Um yeah, for our listeners anytime somebody twists uh like if we twist each other's arms when we hang out in person that's legally binding so we have to.
2: Um so my top uh teams that should be championship contenders uh for me is going to be uh the four teams that are in the championship game last year. Uh you got the Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, and 49ers. Um I think obviously Chiefs and Eagles uh best uh you can argue Two best rosters in the league. Uh, Eagles uh, arguably the best roster in the NFC. 49ers have have probably the second best roster. You can argue they have the best other than the quarterback, uh, but they always find a way to figure it out. Uh, Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. They have Patrick Mahomes. And then the Bengals have been the AFC championship game last two years. So it's really uh, always Chiefs versus Bengals. Uh, Feels like lately you got Joe Burrow, that offensive explosion that they have. Um, but my other championship contender is the Ravens. I think that a lot of it last year was just due to injuries. Um, I think they have a top tier roster. I think getting rid of uh their offense coordinator and adding Todd Munkin, is that how you pronounce his last name from Georgia. I think uh, so. Um, is really going to expand the offense for Lamar Jackson and not only be a rushing offense only obviously they're going to still use his legs but they're really expanding they added some offensive weapons odell Beckham, Zay flowers um decent offensive line and then they still have a really solid defense and that's just what they hang their hat on i think that this team is a championship contender and that um is with lamar also getting his contract i think they're really gonna take the next step
1: you know i i i can see where you're going with that i'm high on the ravens but i'm not ready to put them in the contenders
0: where do you have them then?
1: well we'll get to that later okay (laughs) i'm not gonna spoil my tears in any shape or form
0: all right blake then who do you have in your contenders tier
1: okay so i have four teams in my contenders i got the obvious ones chiefs eagles Bengals. And uh, I threw Buffalo in there just because I can't call them a dark horse team. I feel like they're like always at the top of the league at the end of the regular season. They just happen to find ways to lose in the playoffs. But like they're still contenders to me. Like every year they have one of the best records.
0: The bills are definitely gonna be a tough team to knock off. I mean, so it's it's kind of funny you guys did this. so I, I think we all agree that the Chiefs Eagles and Bengals are the three most obvious ones, and especially in the Chiefs and Eagles case, they will be in this tier until somebody knocks them off knocks them off to prove otherwise. Um, I ended up with a total of four. i I actually, this was the last change that I made when I was doing this. I had the Bills at first. I ended up switching it to the Ravens instead. I I don't know what it is, gut feeling. I have the the Bills as a playoff team no matter what. I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. I just don't.
2: Yeah, honestly, with the Bills, um, I, I I have them as like that, like, I guess, when we can go talk about it, but have them below just because I honestly – Bills have been stagnant with their uh, roster. They have not made any big changes. Um, I don't like the offense is so circled around Josh Allen and his running and his throwing. They have no balance, and their defense is getting older. There's nothing that I see that the Bills have been getting better. They just keep staying the same, and for that, I think they kind of miss their window if they don't make it there this year. Obviously, they're always going to be a contention with Josh Allen, but I just – honestly, I – don't think that they're going to take another step. I actually think they're going to take a, go backwards and not,
0: maybe not even win this division. Mm. With the, the Jets and the Dolphins right on their heels. I could see that. Just not the Patriots.
2: Oh, of course not. But Mac Jones is Do still You mean guy. not the Patriots? Mac Jones is still
0: We guy. mean exactly what it sounds like. Uh, I would be absolutely amazed if the Patriots win this division.
1: Yeah, I couldn't even pretend to be high on the Patriots. That was very (laughs) short-lived.
0: If you're trying to sell the audience on something, I'd recommend sticking with the joke for more than five seconds. It
1: just wasn't even funny.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. It's kind of refreshing to finally say that I think they're the worst team in the division after all these years we've been alive. I don't think I've said that before.
2: That is actually kind
0: of odd, ain't it? Isn't
2: it? It feel right. Well, anyway,
0: we all agree on Chiefs, Eagles and Bengals, and we have some combination of the Ravens and Bills in the contenders tier. So those four or five teams we think have the best chance. The Ravens, uh, it kind of scares me how much we're aligned on that one, Nick, because I had pretty much every factor that you mentioned. The only, the, the only thing for me is if they can get some more breakout years out of, say, Hamilton improving, if Odafe Owe can put it all together, and if their skill guys can stay healthy, obviously, is a big part of it. But they have a lot of the pieces in place, in my opinion, although we, we, we're going to need to see Lamar be able to take over a game with his arm at, some, at at least at some points in a playoff run but other than that I, I don't have much to pick at the the next tier that we wanted to go to is we're calling it the dark horses tier not dark horse in the sense that they would need a big run to make the playoffs it, it, the way I looked at this was these teams are pretty safely entrenched in the playoffs and if everything breaks right they could make a run and win the Super Bowl that, that's how I defined it at least is that that's kind of what we talked about off pod So again, Nick, I'll let you start this one off being the guest. How many, uh, what teams did you put in that next tier?
2: Yeah, so I have a decent amount. Um, So I got the Bills, Jets, Cowboys, Dolphins, Jags, Vikings, and then I got a little surprise team in the Saints in this one. Um so I I just talked about the Bills. Uh, obviously, they have Josh Allen. You got the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. I obviously you add that good of quarterback with that defense and those good of weapons, they should take a next step if everything goes right. You've seen it with the Rams and Bucks when they add a veteran quarterback to already a good roster, they win the Super Bowl. So that might be a formula that teams are trying to really mold cowboys in the week nfc behind the 49ers and eagles i think they're the third best team um and then i think the jags going to take a next step with trevor lawrence Uh, love their offense and doug peterson as a head coach um and then the vikings i i give it the vikings because they did so well last year offensively i think brian flores coming in will really help the defense i really don't think that they're a super bowl winning team but I gave them the bet for the Dow because of last year. Now, my two really surprised teams are Dolphins and um, Saints. I think the Dolphins are going to win the AFC East. I think they're going to put it all together and take the next step um, under Mike McDaniel who stays healthy, hopefully. Um, And I think they're the best team in the AFC East overall, uh, top to bottom. And then I don't think a lot of people are talking about them. They're all talking about the Bills and – uh, Jets and then, um, the Saints. I, I put them there because they add Derek Carr to already a really good defense, and you get good weapons around him. He's always been a good quarterback and a good offense, he's never had a top 10 defense. And they're in it with the wor- arguably the worst division in football. They're gonna go five and one in that division, most likely. And because of that, they're gonna be put in a good probably seed in the NFC. And it gives them a home game or two. And because of that, I think that gives them an easy route to maybe an NFC championship game to potentially be in a Super Bowl.
0: Interesting. I mean, I'm not going to argue with too much of that. I personally don't agree on the Saints or the Vikings, but I think we aligned on the others. Yeah,
1: well, I'm pretty much with you besides the Saints and the Vikings.
0: So, Blake, what was your full tier there? Just so I have it. Uh, so, your know, audience can all straighten it out.
1: So, my dark horses are the 49ers, Jaguars, Cowboys, Seahawks, Chargers, Dolphins, and Lions.
0: But I, I, the Seahawks is the one that sticks out to me there. What's your reasoning on that? I Just the season they had
1: last year, and I feel like they added some more good pieces. And there's a real good potential that they can – I mean, the stars aligned for them last year. And maybe this year they align in a way that they can make a Super Bowl run
0: this time. Weaker NFC. I mean, we all agree that the AFC is miles ahead of the NFC, top to bottom here. So the NFC has less resistance outside of Philadelphia. Yeah.
1: yeah. All the- right, well,
0: that was easy. Um, for me, <laughs> I, did, uh, I did the Bills in this tier, the Jaguars, the 49ers, Lions, Jets, Dolphins, Cowboys, and Chargers. So I oh, had a total of eight, if I can count right.
2: I want to hear the Lions. You really think they're a Super Bowl team?
0: I
1: think they're a dark horse. If the stars align, they can make a nice
0: deep run. Well, Katie Prairie would be proud of us for this, but I I have the Lions as a dark horse. Now, I think everything needs to break absolutely perfectly. I don't trust the the defense fully, but there's a lot of young talent on it. The Lions made a lot of very intriguing draft picks. I'm curious to see what kind of impact that Brian Branch and Jack Campbell can have on that side of the ball as rookies. The offense, I have very little concerns If I'm being honest, I'd like to see a little bit more of an upgrade at the receiver position behind Amon Ross St. Brown. But the offensive line, the running game, the play calling are all top tier, in my opinion. There is less resistance in the NFC as a whole, but especially in in the NFC North, because the Packers aren't going to be as good. I think we can spoil that one early. And I don't trust the Vikings to win so many one-score games like they did last year. So I, I think that that's a formula where if everything breaks right, some, they could make a run, especially with a weak NFC. But I do think they're more of a playoff team than an actual contender. That's why I put them the tier lower. Okay, that, that's fair. Other than that, I don't think like the against others the are... Yeah. It's a Lions.
1: It's hard to trust them.
0: It is hard to trust them. There's a reason I don't think I've picked them to actually make the playoffs in my life until now.
1: <laughs> it's hard to trust them from the guy that trusted the process.
2: Look, man, that's completely different.
0: Uh, those are two very different situations. Anyone wondering that's the 76ers and basketball might be getting slightly off pace there. We Still can trust
2: the process. James Harden <laughs> with the fat suits covered in.
0: Oh, Jesus. Let's not get this any more than it already is. Uh, We can do a special basketball episode in October, all right?
2: Hopefully Harden's gone by then, but yeah. (laughs) Well, I
0: mean, it won't make any sense, but a random basketball episode on a football podcast where I'm going to say it for, for once, hot takes and cold beers. Hey, Hey. I keep forgetting about that, but uh, my bad on that one, boys. But anyway, let's uh, let's move on to the next tier. So the next one that we did, we have it as playoff hopefuls. So these uh, this could be a whole bunch of things, in my opinion, but teams that we think have a realistic chance to get into the playoffs, they very easily could not a guarantee is how I looked at it. And I think this is going to be a mixed bag of teams that might have made the playoffs last year or teams that didn't but were close, something like that. Some of it might depend on what they did in the offseason. So, Blake, how about you start with this one? Who are your playoff hopefuls?
1: Yeah, so for the playoff hopefuls tier, I kind of took it as, like, teams that I felt like had good rosters, but probably looking at, like, wild card spots. And for those teams, I picked out the Jets, Ravens, Broncos, Steelers, and Vikings.
2: You got the Ravens that low?
1: Just – I just don't see them winning their division. I don't know what it is.
0: I don't have the I actually. Either.
1: Now that I'm like saying it out loud, I genuinely don't know who I would pick to win that division. That is a very tough division to pick. Oh, very tough. So yeah, what about the, the, everything
2: yeah. but the Browns, and you'd be right. You, literally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see the Browns having any chance. I, I, the Steelers, I think, get some benefit of the doubt because of their coaching, but I, I think it's more Bengals and Ravens for that division. Yeah. Okay, I want to hear the reasoning, Blake, on the Jets there. You have them as a hopeful. Is it just they need – kind of similar to the Lions, it may be, in terms of their longer history of not making the playoffs very often? Because uh, I uh, – or what – what, why do you have the material lower than we do?
1: Uh, I just I, – they're not – I don't know. I, I'm not ready to call them a dark horse team. I, I see them easily making it into the playoffs, but I don't see them making a run. That's fair. I just – the – Prior, the majority of the talent on this team is so young. I just don't see them making a run in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I'm Really, really curious to see what Rodgers with Garrett Wilson, though. I do think that's going to be a good duo from from the jump, although I and Will McDonald. How do we feel about Will McDonald for them in the first round?
2: I feel like he had a farm.
0: Nice. I already used that joke with Cole McDonald a couple years ago, uh, when when I was doing the other podcast a couple years back when he got drafted by the Titans. I made that same joke, so I'm I'm proud to hear it with him too.
1: Did uh did your co-host say e i e i o? He
0: should have, but no. Come on. Yeah, Dylan, uh, if you're listening to this, you missed uh-huh. an opportunity, man. But anyway, <laughs> all right, Nick, who did you have as your hopefuls?
2: So. I have – actually, I was going to say majority of the same, but no, it's completely different than Blake's. Um, yeah. So the way I looked at it was teams that could make wild card um, that or like have a legitimate shot at the playoffs, but I just don't see them a Super Bowl uh, – like making a Super Bowl run. Um, for me, it's the Steelers, um, Browns, Chargers, Seattle, Lions, and then my – I have two surprise teams in uh Packers and
0: Panthers. Mm. Now I do not have either of them. Let's start with the the two surprise teams then. What is your logic on that one?
2: Um first off with the Packers. Um I think that first I, I think um honestly Matt LaFleur is actually a really good head coach and I really uh I like him a lot. Um, I think they're going to go to a running football team. They have a good offensive line and they have actually a really underrated defense. Um, I think they're just going to play uh, like slow, protective football with Jordan Love dump it off. That's why they drafted two tight ends in the uh, draft early. They're going to run a two tight end set and they're just going to run the ball with Aaron Jones and uh, AJ Dillon. And I think they're going to play low scoring football games. And I I think it actually could get them a wild card spot in a very weak NFC. And that's almost the same for the Panthers because it's so weak. You can really put anyone in the wild card in in the NFC besides the Cardinals and you can make a legitimate case for that. Um, but the Panthers, I think that the NFC South is really weak. I like Frank Reich as a head coach. I really like the uh, coaching staff. Their defensive line is really good, good, uh, decent defense. And they add subpar. Um, offensive weapons not great but there's always one team that finishes like last in their division that makes a run to the playoffs and for me personally I think it's going to be the Panthers I think the Panthers are going to make going to be that team that came in last in their division and make a run for a wild card or uh, take a run at the division
0: I could see it I I really could Um, the Panthers are I don't know how I feel about them exactly. The NFC South as a whole is just such a a complete clusterfuck. I will say uh, when it comes to teams that went from last to making the playoffs, I liked it more when it was the Giants last year, if I'm (laughs) being honest. Um, But outside of that, the other one I wanted to get your uh, input on real quick would be the Chargers. Do you uh, think that there's any world where they could be a dark horse, or do you think that even best case they have no chance of a Super Bowl?
2: I don't think they're a Super Bowl team at all. I think they have uh, way too many holes on defense. I don't think Brandon Staley is a good coach at all. I think he's getting benefited by a very good offense. I do like Kellen Moore coming to offense offensive coordinator. I think that's going to help a lot for Justin Herbert and the offense. But I, Brandon Staley's a defensive guy, and their defense has been way below average. Like That's just being nice. And his time management is terrible. I don't like Brandon Staley as a head coach. I think that if they don't even make a run to the AFC championship game, he should be fired. And I, I, I just don't see it. It's just like the Chargers of the old with Phillip Rivers. They have the great team, the talent around them, and they can never get over the hump. I think it's just the same thing all over again.
0: Back then, a lot of it was special teams. I'm not a fan of Staley either, but I like the talent on their roster enough where I put them as the last team in that dark horse tier. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the coaching. I'm not a big fan either. For me personally, for the hopefuls tier, we uh, we align on a few of them. I have the Seahawks, I have the Steelers, I have the Browns in this tier. The, I have the Broncos in here as well. The the Steelers and the Broncos, both, I'm not huge on, but I, I'm giving them both the benefit of the doubt because I like their head coaches. They have a long track record of success with Tomlin and, and Sean Payton. I, I don't even love that I did this, but I threw the Bears in this tier just because <laughs> – yeah, I don't love it either, but they were mm-hmm. aggressive in the offseason and they have a decent amount of young, talented players on each side of the ball. I think D.J. Morphy stays healthy, will be very, very impactful here with fields. I I don't think that there's any world where they they win a playoff game, but I do think there's a world, especially if the Lions end up disappointing where they could make the playoffs. I don't really trust Minnesota myself and i don't think green bay's uh, there either so I, I don't love it but if i'm being pre- completely honest and then i i really didn't know what to do with this last one i did throw the giants in this tier Woo! in the hopefuls in the hopefuls the i don't have them in in straight purgatory which will be the next year we'll get into in a second I I did think about it because I do think that they're going to regress from where they were last year. But I think that their roster is young enough overall and the salary cap situation is going to be a lot better next season where there's a very clear path to improvement to to be a consistent playoff team. That's the only reason I ended up putting them in the hopefuls. Uh, they, They did make a lot of moves that make sense in the draft and in free agency but it's just a gut feeling to me that the giants did win a lot of one score games last year and obviously overachieved the roster is better than it was last year but there's still room for improvement but if everything breaks right there is a decent amount of talent on the on the giants defense there's a couple of extra young players on the offensive line and darren waller should make a big impact if he's healthy
1: you know, I guess kind of when I was thinking about the Giants, I was thinking more long-term versus just this year. So, like, I, I guess looking at it as for this year only, I would put them in hopefuls. But, like, long-term, the, the, that Daniel Jones contract is going to kind of constrict things. Yeah, yeah. them making the playoffs last year was the worst thing
2: that could happen to them, to be honest.
0: I get it. The I'm not even disagreeing, but the only reason I think that there's still a path forward long term is because the Giants can get out of that somewhat easily after the second year, second year, second year, if they need year if they need to the deal if they have to so if another quarterback were to become available the Giants should be able to get one I'm not saying it's perfect but I don't think they're completely backed into a corner yet and I think the new front office is at least competent at the very least they've made a couple of very low risk high reward kind of moves in recent weeks
1: that's fair definitely fair
0: that's where I'm at. So, and then the Browns, I don't love that pick for myself either, but I do think that if everything breaks right, they can't make the playoffs. It's just they are in a very tough division and they have a Predator as their quarterback. Yeah. Which isn't that the Steelers' job in that division? You said what? Isn't that the Steelers' job in that division? Not anymore. He retired. Not anymore. I guess he did. Maybe he can go back to on onto a motorcycle. So anyway, next year that we have, Petrino. Wow. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the next, the next tier that we're going to go to is the purgatory tier. The way I looked at this is a couple of these teams I could see slipping into the playoffs, but I think these teams are pretty much backed into a corner. Uh, long-term they don't, I don't like their odds to become a consistent playoff team or have any real shot of winning a Super Bowl anytime soon. I think they would need, uh, most likely to get there, would need to tear all the way down and then build from scratch. But I have a pretty number, a uh, pretty large number of teams in this tier. Nick, why don't you start us off? Who did you put in that tier? Yes.
2: Yeah, so um, let me pull it up here. Just have everything. Um, so I got Washington, the Bears, the Patriots, Broncos raiders rams giants and for me purgatory is um like obviously kind of like what you said it's just for me it's just teams that won't be the bottom three or four picks for me and will be stuck where they could get like eight wins but they could also get five wins or six wins and it's just not bad enough to get that top pick but not good enough to make the playoffs um I think the Patriots, they're always a solid team, The um, and they're always going to be competitive. I think the Rams, you still got Stafford and Sean McVay, so they're going to be competitive. Uh, the Giants, we were, uh, as you discussed about them, I just think that them making the playoffs last year, they're going to take a step back. And then uh, Raiders, um, they still have a decent off- uh, offense, even with Jimmy G. I don't like Josh McDermott at all. The Broncos, I don't trust year one with Sean uh, Payton yet um it's more of a wait and see for me and then Washington I think has a good roster overall um we just have to wait and see with Sam Howell um I I liked him out of the draft I know you guys did it but that's a wait and see for me and Bears I think are getting way too much hype the Justin Fields hype needs to slow down I'm not a fan of Justin Fields he's not a good passer um, I know they're trying to uh, give them some weapons, but I do not like the Bears at all. I, I think they're still a couple of years away, and I just don't think Justin Fields is that guy. He hasn't shown it to me.
0: Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, I definitely do agree. Have, do you have any teams in there you wanted to dissect the most? What? Did you have any teams in there that stuck out to you that you wanted to talk about first? I feel like I've been kind of taking that over to start off.
1: Uh, no, not really. I, I definitely agree with his Bears take on um, definitely. I, I mean, I got the Bears in this uh tier as well.
0: I get it. I put them up a tier and I don't even like it. It's just I, I can see some upside there, but I don't think I really even mentioned fields in Or If I did, I didn't say it's because of him taking a step forward to that. They'd move up a tier. I could I could see it being kind of like a giant situation last year.
2: Yeah, I just see too many people hyping them up, and I really just to me the roster doesn't tell me a playoff team at all. I know the NFC North is wide open. I just, I just don't trust them. I don't don't, like. There's nothing about them that I like. I'm not even a fan of Matt Eberflus as a coach either. I just overall, it's just a very below average team.
0: I get that. I don't see this team being built for long-term success or anything, but I could see them having a a decent year out of nowhere for no reason. There's always a couple teams who do it. The Panthers. Now, See, now that's where we differ on it. I know the division sucks, but I feel like they're still a little ways off.
1: Now, for this tier, the way I looked at it was like these teams were – on board the titanic and now they're just out in the middle of the ocean treading water
0: so they made it to the lifeboats or they didn't
1: yeah that's uh, why i'm confused no no lifeboats they're just in the middle of the ocean freezing their ass off treading water so that that's should all be all right. so wouldn't they be I, just dying
0: yeah they'd be dead man the <laughs> <walk them>.
1: no <laughs> these teams are not dead but they need to be
0: that is that is a very weird way to look at it who are the teams <laughs>
1: I got the Giants, Raiders, Titans, Saints, Bears, Bucks, Rams, Browns, Patriots.
0: So the team that stuck out to me there with the purgatory teams, I think we're in agreement on a lot of them. The Browns are the one that stuck out to me the most. I, I, I think I understand it already, if I'm being honest, but Nick and I both have them in the hopefuls tier. Why do you have them in purgatory?
1: Yeah, so – um their quarterback's contract is massive and his biggest accomplishment, or I guess the thing he's most well known for now is uh, possibly may or may not have had some inappropriate relations with some women.
0: Hey, it's not the first NFL some nice, <laughs> nice way to put it. I mean, in fairness, he's not the first NFL player who may or may not have had inappropriate relations with women. Now, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but there is a precedent here.
1: I can only think of one of those guys that has won a Super Bowl, so...
0: Well, I can think of one guy in his division who won the Super Bowl, but I I have the Browns and the Broncos personally in a very similar boat because they both gave up a fuck load to get their current quarterbacks who didn't get off to a great start in their first year with the team last year, and they had to give up a lot of draft capital to get them. But I could see them being in the playoffs if they have a better year too. I don't. I could easily like to me those are the two teams I didn't put in purgatory that are the most likely to end up there for me after the season. But I have them in a very similar spot. I I definitely understand the thinking. In the Browns case, I think they are in a really, really tough division as well.
1: Yeah, definitely a very tough division.
0: All right. So I will give you boys my purgatory teams. I threw the Vikings in here. I I know I mentioned it off pod to you guys. Uh, The Saints, to me, are just the definition of purgatory. I also threw the Rams, the Patriots in here. I think we're all in agreement on that. The Commanders are in my purgatory tier. I threw the Falcons in here, the Buccaneers in here, and the Packers in here.
2: Okay, I want to know about the Vikings and why you think they're purgatory.
0: Well, the Vikings to me are very similar to the Giants in terms of they overachieved and won a lot of extra games last year, and they're due for some regression. The the main difference I have with them is the Vikings have a much older quarterback, and I don't like their financial situation as much. So while I think they could, they have an easier path to the playoffs this year than the Giants do. Long term, I just it's a gut feeling for me more than anything else. I don't trust it, and also haven't the Vikings pretty much been in purgatory our entire lives?
2: I mean, except for Case Keenum.
0: Even the Case Keenum <laughs> year was – the the only reason they made it that far is because Marcus Williams is a dipshit.
2: That's fair. I They would have won the Super Bowl with Sam Bradford on quarterback that year. if you Oh, stayed yeah, there. for sure. For they, sure.
0: They don't win with Dante Culpepper and Randy Moss, but they're going to win with Sam Bradford. I,
2: I'm just saying that that team would have been
0: better with Sam Bradford than Case Keenum. I mean, it's like saying, look, Blake, maybe you'll back me up here. The, the Chiefs wouldn't win. I, I know they have already, but it's like saying the Chiefs wouldn't win with Mahomes, but they'd win with Brody Croyle. They would win with Matt Moore. Oh, was I,
1: I was really hoping you'd say Matt Castle, but uh, it's
0: fine. I mean, he had a castle on the hill when he was in New England and took over for Brady for a year. He's He at least had more than Brody Croyle did. Well,
2: Bur- I was think thinking more of Tyler Thake, than
0: Tyler Figpin is a good one. Tyler
2: but- Palco. Okay, that one too.
0: If anyone else really cares about Chiefs journeyman quarterbacks, this is the episode for you. Uh, but <laughs> other than the Viking, yeah, the, I knew the Vikings was the one that would get the the reaction from you, Nick. I I don't think I'm gonna get a, a, as much resistance on the Saints. Like I understand where you're at, Friday, but I think I'm sure you can understand where I'm at where I am with them. I think Absolutely. Carr is perfectly fine. I don't see him changing much. I don't see them being anything more than an eight or nine win team, and anything less than like a six win team. I think they're oh. just there.
2: Win, the win that division?
0: They could win that division, but I don't think that they're set up to win it for a lot of years in a row like they were when they had Drew Brees.
2: Okay, that's fair, but we're, we're only talking about this year,
1: Swig. Are we? Oh, I thought we were.
0: I don't know anymore. I I think we all looked at it slightly differently. Uh, The purgatory tier I look at a little bit more long-term. But uh, the commanders I have, I think they have a high floor because of their defense. But I don't see them winning anything of uh, value with the core they have, especially with the quarterback play. Patriots, Buccaneers, you know, the Tom Brady ex-girlfriend teams I think are pretty self-explanatory too. The the Rams, they won their Super Bowl. They gave up a lot of draft picks. There's not really a lot to say. The yeah, Falcons were they sold. Were, they, say sold that again? Their,
2: they sold their soul for that Super Bowl. If I mean picks. worth it. They they sold their soul for the next thirty years for that one Super Bowl. Worth it's it.
0: Hey, they won. A lot of teams have gone all in like that and didn't get a championship. But uh, I threw the Falcons in because I know they were aggressive and their division sucks so maybe they win the division, but I don't trust that at all. And then the the Packers are the one I wasn't entirely sure where to put them. I, I can see a path because they have a young receiving core. They drafted Musgrave and Kraft, like Nick mentioned. They have a decent running game. I'm not huge on Jordan Love, but I'm I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt here, see him get an extended run, and their defense is solid. But I don't see anything with this core screaming championship to me. These are also the poster boys for early playoff exits.
2: Right. I mean, I agree. I guess that's what I did with my playoff hopefuls, or more like early exit playoff teams for me.
0: Yes. I can see that, but this isn't the Rogers playoff hopeful tier anymore because he's gone, and I, I Jordan Love hasn't established that trust yet. He hasn't played enough.
2: I can argue that they're going to be better with Jordan Love because they're going to be more uh, running the football, the um, safe passes, uh, control the clock, and more defensive oriented than ra- rather with Rogers. You have Rogers, so you're going to expand the um, playbook. When in reality, their roster didn't suggest that that's who they should have been.
0: So best case, they kind of follow the Ravens formula, but to a lesser degree. Correct. Okay, I can see it. I don't buy it yet. I, the Packers That's are fair. one of those te- the teams I have lower, where I could easily move them up, but I could also see this completely crashing to the ground below them.
2: You should move them higher than uh, what the Chiefs did with Jordan Lowe's mom on the in the field.
0: Yeah, yeah, she was sitting in like the very last row of Arrowhead. Yes. Dude, I went to Arrowhead with my dad a couple years ago, and I had better seats than that.
2: <laughs> that was, this is brutal. <laughs>
0: it, I'm not. We were in the upper level, but we weren't in the very last fucking row of the stadium, man. That was insane.
1: No comment.
0: Well, anyway, at least we made it to the stadium. So the next tier that we have... Or the, that I went through. Well, yeah, we went through. It's the is the bottom feeders tier, which I think that one is pretty self explanatory. I think we think these teams are going to suck. Blake, start with you this time. Who do you have? Well,
1: okay, <clears throat> I got five teams in this uh, tier.
0: How many are in the AFC South?
1: Two. Ask me how many are in the NFC
0: South. How many are in the NFC South?
1: Also two. So four out of the five are in a South division.
0: Who's the one team that's not?
1: the green bay packers
0: okay what
1: bottom feeders they are he's gotta be
0: we have three very different opinions on the packers here yeah the packers are done for
1: you
2: tell me you have the bears ahead of the packers
1: it by one tier i have the bears in purgatory
0: that's still one tier too many Nah, it feels weird, but I think I'm on I think I'm with Blake here. I have, I like the Bears a little bit more right now long term, but I could easily flip that later.
1: But uh for the other four teams, I have the uh, Colts, Texans, Falcons and Panthers.
0: Okay, let's start with the Falcons there. What why is uh why is that your where your spot for them?
1: Uh because if my breakout player doesn't break out, they're pretty they're pretty uh they're pretty much going to be a top-five pick.
0: Yeah, and if anyone missed last week's episode, that pl- breakout pick is Desmond Ritter for some fucking reason. Okay, okay.
2: so you tell me your breakout player is Desmond Ritter, but you're still picking them as a bottom feeder? Can you make up your mind? Your
1: <laughs> do you, How much faith do you
0: have in your own breakout
1: <laughs> You know, I was back and forth with – okay, honestly, just based off the division alone, I was back and forth on them with being <laughs> – Uh, a dark horse or a bottom feeder. So if that tells you anything.
0: So no hopeful, no purgatory. That is such a weird logic.
1: Yeah, it was either top or bottom. There there was no way around it for me. Disgusting.
0: Okay, yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, I could see Desmond Ritter being so bad that he puts them in the bottom feeders category. I think the rest of their roster is a purgatory roster.
2: That's fair.
0: I don't think anyone's really going to argue on the Colts or the Texans very much. Who uh, the, now the Packers? We went into a little bit more in depth a second ago. Who was the other NFC South team you had? Oh, uh, the Panthers. Panthers. That's right. Okay, I also have them in this tier. So we, we have them. Yeah, <laughs> I can see Nick there on our uh, on our camera giving me a very very graphic thumb here. Uh, oh, the broken thumb. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, if you if you keep threatening me like that, I will break your other thumb. I, I
1: do want to add, outside of the Jaguars, any other team in a Southern division, I don't have above Purgatory. That's just – the South divisions are garbage.
0: Yeah, okay. I could see that. The Jaguars are the best situation of those eight teams. Nick, who are your bottom feeders?
2: I mean, I, got, I mean it's pretty much the same, but one different uh, team in there. Um, so I have Bucks, Falcons, Colts, Texans are the obvious. Um, but the different team I had in there, the Tennessee Titans. Um, I think they're going to go going to be dead last in that division. I really do not like the Titans. I knew they're going to take a step back last year from their one seed. Um, their roster did not get better. They got a lot worse. Um, I think this is the year where Ryan Tannehill they're going to bench him about week 5ish, 6ish probably, um uh, because they're going to be a one win, two win by week 6, 7. I don't see much out of this team. You got Derrick Henry and what else? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he's in the land of death for wide receivers. You had Andre Johnson, Randy Moss, Julio Jones. They all went to Tennessee and never came back. Eric Decker? Eric Decker. I mean, like –
1: Any Tennessee
2: Tennessee's the land of uh, death for wide receivers. Um, And then their defense, I I like the coach, Mike Vrabel. I think uh, he's going to be there for a long time, but their defense is very (laughs) underwhelming um they they're just they're not a good team overall i think don't think they have much going for them in the future either um they're in cap hell um and really not a lot of young pieces either i think they're trying to push for the division one more time but i think it's going to really bite them in the butt and they're not gonna go anywhere and be uh, be last place in the afc south
0: i could honestly see it i i debated on the titans more than almost any other team on here i was tempted to put them in the purgatory tier for one more year because there's a very clear argument for it. They have a slightly higher floor right now. They have an established quarterback in Tannehill, and there's a world where they're better than the the Colts and the Texans this year. I think I still have them slightly above those two, but I did eventually put them in the bottom feeders tier as well, even though I do think they're going to end up with, say, six wins. I, I don't see them completely bottoming out this year. I think next year that's coming. Look, three-fifths of this tier for me is the AFC South. I did every team in this division except the Jaguars. The Colts and Texans, though, at least have some young quarterbacks and young pieces they can build around long-term. The Titans have whatever's left of Ryan Tannehill. I'm not a big fan of Malik Willis or Will Levis, although I guess we can say give Levis a shot. But they have the weird situation of they have Vrabel, who I genuinely like, but they have a new GM instead of the other way around where it's uh, GM picks a new coach when they underachieve. It's kind of a unique situation. I'm not a big fan of their defense either. And I think that there's a very, very real possibility that here in the near future, the Titans crash and burn like Caleb Farley's dad. May he rest in peace. Um, I do not see this going very well for them. The other two teams I have in the tier are the Panthers and the Raiders.
2: How can you say a joke and say rest in peace
0: after Well, I'm not saying it's good, but I felt felt like it was a topical crash and burn comment and related to the team. Fair. So, yeah, um, it's been a while since I've thrown a really out of left field joke in there, but I wanted to make sure I said rest in peace also. Um, That was very random. Anyone who doesn't know. He's a
2: simple man.
0: Yeah, his uh, his uh, Farley's house exploded and his dad happened to be there, which is awful. Also, just an odd story in itself. So I'm I'm not sure what caused it. Very, very fluky, horrible situation there. But I, I could see the Titans, unfortunately, following a similar deadly path.
1: Yeah, I just don't think like you said, I see them like five, six wins this year, maybe probably bottoming out next year.
0: But yeah, the other three teams, and like the Colts, Texans, Panthers, young quarterbacks, there is a path to improvement. The Raiders, I don't fucking like at all. I do not think they're going to be good. I think they got actively worse in the offseason, and I don't trust any ownership group with the Davises in it as far as I can throw his haircut. So I don't think that they're going to do much of anything. I
2: want to like Josh McHale so much. I want to.
0: I don't. I've never liked him. I, I, I do- don't at
1: all. Yeah.
0: Why, what do you want a offensively? That's the good
2: offense, even with their car. And then they're going to be good with Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is good. So
2: They're the same quarterback.
0: He's good yeah. at what? Winning? is yeah. no, no, the 49ers I mean, are good at winning. Jimmy Garoppolo is good at riding shotgun.
2: He was winning for the Patriots.
0: Yeah, for what? Yeah. Two games with a great roster around him when Brady was suspended?
2: When's the my guy? <laughs>
0: uh I don't see that formula quite following him here. And if he ends up just riding passenger in a car that's not as well. I um, shouldn't see the
2: heavy rugs <laughs> joke coming.
0: Nope, nope, thought about nope. it. I used that joke a couple <laughs> of nope, weeks nope, ago. No, nope, no, already you brought up fires, you
2: brought up death.
0: <laughs> well, I got an I got another one in the vault for that because if you go ride passenger in a car that's not very well navigated, you could go the Paul Walker route. A little better.
2: But we were talking hmm. about the Raiders, so it kind of... Yeah,
0: but I've used the rugs joke before. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I said something. You know, I'll, I'll find the old clip later, but that, that's where I'm at. I feel like the Colts, Texans, and Panthers are pretty self-explanatory. But mm-hmm. yeah, the Titans and Raiders I thought were more interesting there. And then I say we move it on to the last tier where we, we kind of put this team in a tier by itself. We just called it straight up the Cardinals tier. Because they are doing an absolutely shameless tank job here. Any team that goes into their week one with the quarterback battle of Josh Dobbs and Clayton Toon is not exactly trying to win games unless they're still competing in the Pac-12. And as much as Arizona probably should be relegated to the two teams left in that conference, they aren't. So I, I would be very surprised if this team wins more than a game or two. The, there's an old money ball quote I'm going to paraphrase here. There are good teams, and there are bad teams. Then there's 50 feet of shit, and then there's the Arizona Cardinals. So we kind of put them in their own tier because they're not even pretending that they want to win games this year. But Nick and I are in agreement on that. I think we're all in agreement. But, Blake, we want I want to give you the floor here because you put another team in the Cardinals tier.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, how do I explain this? I... Did happen to put a team in the tier with the Cardinals just because I I my guts tell me that they will be in a battle for the first overall pick with this team. And it boils down to outside of their front four on defense, I don't like much about this team. And that's the Washington Commanders.
0: You have the Commanders and the Cardinals tier. Yes. Are you just pissed that they cut both cut Colt McCoy? No.
1: <laughs> no. That wasn't
0: very uh that wasn't a very sure answer. Okay. You said that you like the front four for Washington, but don't like much else. Look, I I am not Huge on their long-term success with this roster, but they have a couple of good wide receivers, they have a decent running back combo, they have a couple decent offensive linemen. I'm not saying this team is great or anything, but putting them in the same category as the obvious tanking Cardinals, is it is the quarterback situation you don't like? Is it Sam Howell?
1: Oh, I fucking hate Howell. and I,
0: it. I, I mean look, I'm not <laughs> Sam <laughs> Howell's my hate for
2: Desmond Ritter. I cannot stand. He's an, like, there's off-brand, and then there's him when he sounds like Patrick Mahomes.
1: Trey (laughs) Lance?
2: frog,
0: sounding, oh, I hate him. I mean, you could be me and not like Howell or Ritter.
1: (laughs)
2: Matt
0: Corral?
1: I Um, do love Matt Corral.
0: I mean, we did an old Patriots episode and asked if it was Zappy Hour, and with Matt Corral going to New England, it is not, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, now they have the Golden Corral.
0: They do, but I don't really want to eat there that's because that's not bad. how I'm looking to get AIDS. Um
1: huh?
0: th- that good or bad.
1: It's it's just a pun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't been to a golden corral in about 20 years, boys, so I, I don't really remember, but okay. Give is there any like how many wins do you think the commanders get this year, Blake? Two or three. Two or three. That seems too low. That just
2: Way seems too low.
0: low. How? I mean, well, like, good, I'm not good, good, five
2: good. or six is like a lot more, but like in a seventeen-week season, two or three is like that's be-
1: like that. How many games do Cardinals you see the Cardinals playing?
2: Are gonna, Cardinals are going to get two wins.
1: Yeah, and so will the Commanders. No, no. This is why they're in the same tier because okay, they. Both dude, the Commanders be
0: are better at every single spot.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa! Not every single spot. I like the Cardinals DBs more.
0: They oh, don't they even have Buddha Baker, I guess.
2: Byron Murphy?
0: No, he went to Minnesota, dude.
2: Oh, yeah. He did.
0: It's well, he just Buddha Baker, and he's gonna get traded here at some point. They're not even who's, their,
1: who's their number one corner?
0: Well, while well, you look that up because I honestly don't have a fucking idea.
2: I'll take James Conner over Brian Robinson.
0: I mean, but James Conner, I mean, well, he, he's overcome a lot as well, he didn't have that really ice-cold 50-cent tribute video after he got shot. I mean, that's fair, but, like... That was pretty ice-cold. But, look, I'm not big on Washington either. But let's say Howell flops, which is very possible. Jacoby Brissett is still a good enough quarterback in his place. He showed that as recently as with the Browns last year, where he can get them a few wins. There is not a chance in hell Unless both of them get injured, and so does the whole front four, that the commanders end up with the same number of wins as the Cardinals. I just don't see that happening.
1: Their that number is- one corner is Marco Wilson. That's Ooh. depressing. That is impressive. Really bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, this is this is going to be a rough season out in the desert, isn't it? I mean, they they didn't even have good grass in their stadium for the Super Bowl, and they're going to need to. I mean, they're, they're going to need so much more than better uh, a better surface to play on. They they need an upgrade pretty much everywhere. And I I'm not inspired by all of the obvious tanking they made. Although I would like to thank them for Isaiah Simmons for next to nothing.
2: Yeah, I like to thank them for taking Jonathan
1: Gannon away. Asshole. Dude, this chart is sad.
0: We could do a whole separate episode just roasting the Cardinals if we really wanted to.
2: Um well then, do you guys uh know who you think you're gonna go to the Super Bowl then?
0: The Cardinals. Oh.
1: And two years after they draft Caleb Williams.
2: Vicky <laughs> Day over Caleb Williams all day. I, do, I am
0: already excited. I mean, we talk about the Cardinals. It's hard Are
2: Drew
1: alarm. My
2: draft
0: bad. Drafted already.
2: Drake may over Caleb Williams, no doubt in my mind.
1: Spencer Rattler.
0: No, get the fuck out of Michael here. Michael Penix. See, uh, you know, Penix is a lot more likable guy. KJL I feel Jefferson. like Bo Nix, by the way, has been in 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 college since Bill Clinton was president.
2: He's been Facts. there for a very, very long time. How many like fucking that years? That an Alabama is kicker. Come on, oh, like Griffith, the Alabama. Yes, Jesus
1: Christ, there. the dude was there for at least eight years.
0: <laughs> I feel like there was an army quarterback who was in college for at least two full terms of high school. And Bo Nix is definitely the same way. I swear, he was in college for Auburn back in like 2015. How the hell is he still in college? Yeah, whatever. This is getting off the rails a little. I am excited about college football. And yeah, you know, uh, our timing when we did the college episode a few weeks ago ended up being pretty funny because all oh, the whole college football landscape has changed since then. But that—that's pretty much all I had for the season preview and the tiers and everything. So to recap, there contenders, dark horses, some playoff hopefuls, teams in purgatory, some bottom feeders, and then the Arizona Cardinals just in their own tier.
1: Did you guys commend have-
0: did Nick then, because I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Did you guys have anything else that you wanted to add in before we wrap this up?
2: Well, I just want to see, this is the season preview. Who do you guys have as your final four teams in Super Bowl game and winner? Well, who do you have? <laughs> oh, I didn't think I'll be on the spot first.
0: Well, you put us on the spot. I'm going to use the Uno reverse card. You always cause... put
1: us on the spot. So right, right, right. on the spot. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, Swig, yeah, Swig, you go.
0: I'm getting outvoted here. My this show is named after me.
1: (laughs) You're welcome for that.
0: (laughs) All right, fine. Uh, final four, I'm gonna go. I just have a gut feeling here that they're due for a year off. I'm gonna go Bengals and Ravens in the AFC. Boo! Yeah, I did that mostly to piss you off because you voted with Nick and then. Well, I see Nick fist pumping over here. So do I put two different NFC teams in there too? (laughs) It's tempting, but uh, I don't, you know what? I just don't see it being an Eagles 49ers rematch again. I just, I have a, it's just a gut feeling there. So I will throw the lions in the NFC championship game for fun. I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Fucking bitch. You stole my pick from me. The no, brand new Lions.
0: I don't I don't see the Cowboys getting too far. Like they they're a safe playoff team. Maybe they they have a chance to get to the NFC Championship game, although the uh, the the idea of them playing the Eagles for a chance to play in the Super Bowl just makes me want to blow my brains out. Um not I don't my, see What was that?
2: Not mine.
0: Well, I mean yeah, that's fair. Um, but I, I just I don't love much of the NFC at all behind the Eagles. I think it's pretty wide open. So that's where I got. I will have the. I'm, I think this is here the Bengals win. I have the Bengals over the Eagles in the Super Bowl.
2: Okay. Um. So for the AFC, for me, um. Uh, I'm really sick and tired of the AFC Championship being the uh, Mahomes Invitational at Arrowhead the last five freaking years. It's been yeah. really annoying. Yeah. But it's going to happen again uh, until someone does it. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. But it's going to be uh, Chiefs and Dolphins. Dolphins
0: me. is intriguing. I like that.
2: I know I put the Ravens in the championship contender, but Chiefs and Dolphins are going to be the AFC Championship game. Uh, the NFC Championship game. Um, like I said before, it the Saints are going to be the team. Oh, they're Jesus gonna make, Christ. They're going to make a run. I'm what telling the you, fuck? they have such an easy division, they're going to get a couple home games. It's going to... It.
1: Uh, Nick, Nick, you also said that the Panthers could easily make a run at this division.
2: Yeah, they could. It doesn't mean
1: they will. I just don't understand how you're going to be so high on the Saints, but at the same time be like... But it could also be the well, Panthers.
2: That's if The Saints uh, don't, like... Live up to like I have their expect their possible expectations could be. Um, if they are like middle of the road, then yeah, Painters can make a run, but they like live up to like all their expectations. I think that's a, definitely a really good team. And the NFC sucks. And it's who's
0: your Super Bowl, team. Nick?
2: Um, it's gonna be Eagles versus Saints, and it's gonna be the Eagles
0: Saints. He's and still in his NFC championship, yeah. Oh, my game. bad. Okay,
2: um, and then Super Bowl is going to be Eagles. Dolphins. Eagles over Dolphins. Puke! Hurts.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I could watch that game.
2: Tua took over Hurts in the college championship.
0: Mm. Yeah, I remember that Alabama game. And Blake, what do you got?
1: All right, Uh, AFC championship game. Go ahead and give me Jags at Kansas City.
0: See, and I do think that's an interesting one. I like that one. I like that one a
1: lot. NFC? Uh, Fuck you, Nick. We're going Seahawks at Lions.
0: Whoa! Whoa! All right, all right. So, I mean, look, the Seahawks have to thank the Lions for getting them into the playoffs last year, so they would just roll over and lose, and you have the Lions in the Super Bowl then?
1: Yeah, Chiefs-Lions, Super Bowl.
0: So a rematch of Thursday night's game.
1: Yeah, start the season that way, end it that way too. So well, if you guys lose you Thursday night,
0: I'm going to I'm going to hold that against you the whole season. That is coming full circle for a season opener more than I've ever heard.
1: Hey, I mean, if we lose the season opener against Detroit and then we beat them in the Super Bowl, I'll take it.
0: Well, you Redemption said start and finish arc. the same way, so wouldn't they have to lose both games?
1: No, I just meant like the same game for the first game of the season and the last game of the season. Ah,
0: I think it'd be pretty noble of you to give a lot the Lions their first Super Bowl.
1: Nah, fuck that repeat.
0: (laughs) Well, that's all I had for this one, boys. I'm excited for the season to start. Did you guys want to throw anything else out there before we wrap this up?
2: No. I'm good other than commanders, really? Bottom feeder? No, no, cardinals.
1: Below. They're below bottom feeder. Yeah, I, I can't get
0: there, man. I just can't.
1: Listen, listen. When the Commanders have the first overall pick and the Cardinals
0: don't... don't... It's because they made a trade.
1: The
2: Cardinals hey, I their it. pick and Houston's pick. They're they're literally golden.
0: That's true. I, that's true. I do like where the Cardinals are. That's why I didn't put them in purgatory. They're okay, in so... the later, but this year they're going to suck.
1: So they'll pick second and sixth. That's fine.
0: Right, the Texans pick second and third. There's a precedent, although they did trade.
2: Just be prepared for the Colts getting that first pick.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be pretty funny. But the, although, they had a chance to get it last year, and they blew it.
1: I do I do want to say this Cardinals setup is I, – I know it's not entirely the same situation, but it's given me shades of uh, when the Colts tanked for luck.
0: So, you could like so best case, Caleb Williams or whoever, whatever quarterback they draft, and the Cardinals are in the playoffs in
1: 2024. I it's Caleb Williams. I mean, he's well, no clear cut, the best quarterback in this draft class,
2: he's not clear
1: cut. It should be.
2: I think it's Drake May.
0: Look, save the quarterback prospect arguing for the draft episode. All right,
2: and Sam Howell's way, way too far better than Desmond Ritter this year.
1: Bullshit.
0: I, <laughs> Sam Howell's going to show you. This is too sad of an argument to end the episode. <laughs> All right, Nick. Sam
1: Howell is dog shit.
0: <laughs> All right, Nick. want to thank you again for coming on, man. Thank you for the, uh, your input. We always enjoy having you. Appreciate you guys having me. You know,
2: I, was, I always love coming on talking football with the boys.
0: Anytime. And I'm sure we'll do it again soon. I look forward to it, but that's all we got for this week. So we hope the audience is excited for the season to start as we are. And uh, just like I always say at the end, make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the show on your favorite platforms and to follow our social media pages on Twitter. And it's X now. I'm never going to fucking remember that, but X and Instagram at take a swig pod is spelled exactly like it sounds. Make sure to give us a follow there, share this with anyone, you know, who likes football and could be, educated on a few things because we can help with that but want to thank everyone for tuning in we'll be back next week with a little recap of week one we're excited to get up to get into it once again thanks to nick for coming on that's all we got for this week we'll be back next week thanks for tuning in everybody have a good one